One of the most fruitful ideas to emerge from 20th century social theory is Max Weber's notion of the iron cage of purposive rationality. Weber argued that once some principle of organization, market competition, say, or ideological orthodoxy, has achieved dominance in the spheres of production and governance, the rest of a society's institutions find themselves gradually but inexorably adopting the same principle. In an ideology-dominant society, everything fluid turns to stone. In a market-dominant society, everything solid melts into air. Not everything, of course. The iron cage is, like most other useful theoretical notions, an ideal type. All societies retain protected or neglected spaces where not-yet-rationalized traditions and communities flourish. Still, although the mills of rationalization turn slowly, they grind exceedingly fine. In time, Weber believed, every practice or institution in a modern society, regardless of its original purpose— experiences an irresistible pressure to adapt to the society's fundamental organizing principle. That's one way to understand the story told by Excellent Sheep, William de Rezewitz's important Jeremiad on the deterioration of higher education in the United States. De Rezewitz chronicles how, in recent decades, U.S. colleges and universities have reflected and reinforced the ascendance of neoliberalism, which has served as the organizing principle of American society for the past thirty years or so. The Rezowitz, who taught English at Yale for ten years before leaving academia in 2008, laments the way that U.S. universities have replaced the traditional quest for liberal enlightenment with the goals and demands of late capitalism. Consumer sovereignty, labor market flexibility, debt financing— scientific management and marketing, and technologically driven increases in productivity. Universities have gone from nourishing their students' spirits to facilitating their careers, especially careers in finance and consulting. College, in Derezowitz's view, is supposed to be the place where one discovers an allegiance to something larger than oneself, service to a community or a cause the practice of art or science or scholarship. The problem is not merely pedagogic, but political. Unless American elites are dedicated to something larger than themselves, an American commonwealth is impossible. College Incorporated Derezowitz's highly personal account draws on his own experiences and those of the hundreds, perhaps thousands of students, who have shared their frustrations with him over the years. He has produced a stark and dismaying portrait of the contemporary American university. Schools have relegated the task of instructing undergraduates to meagerly compensated adjuncts, while entering intense bidding wars over academic superstars who have little contact with students. Health, security, and custodial services have been outsourced. Support staffs have shrunk, and benefits for university employees have been reduced while top administrators' salaries have soared. Development offices have expanded and, like marketing departments elsewhere, have inserted themselves into policymaking. Intellectual property, 
in the form of patents and technology licensing fees, has become a major source of income for universities. And businesses increasingly fund, and hence shape, academic research. Schools now see students as customers, and achieving customer satisfaction has meant building expensive social centers and athletic facilities, even while cutting library and research budgets. The university, always a corporation in the ancient guild sense, is now a corporation in every sense.